Hey everybody, uh, my name is Ryan Olson. I'm the owner of Peak Coaching for Success. Uh, I apologize for the lack of podcast video blogs the last two weeks. Uh, we'll be making an announcement very soon. We got clearance to do a camp. Uh, it'll be a summer camp uh, for student athletes and students uh, and anybody else from the ages of 7 to 18. So we'll be making an announcement about that very soon. But needless to say, I've been really working hard on getting that permit and the insurance policy and everything in order so it runs super smooth. Um, so with that being said, you know, when I don't really have any questions or kind of things to speak on, um, you know, I want to kind of start making myself a little bit transparent, people to get to know me more, my opinions and thoughts, uh, things I'm passionate about. So something like sports or, you know, horse racing and the derby, I, maybe I should have done a little, you know, blast to talk to you guys about the derby. That would have been fun and, and a good time. Um, and then maybe, you know, at some point in time, we'll get these going live. So today I kind of want to speak about, you know, the recent um, news about Robinson Cano testing positive for PEDs. Uh, I'm going to speak kind of about it in like three categories, the smallest, uh, you know, to the largest and kind of the larger one, you know, how it relates to us as a company and what these students and, and student athletes deal with on a daily basis. And that's really what, ex what comes with external pressures. The first one would be the annoyance. And I think the annoying category of, the, of you know, the news and the report is, is what really the students and the student athletes relate to, especially social media, right? I mean, 50% of, of Twitter and stuff uh, are, you know, good people are just out there, you know, trying to retrieve information and 50% are trolls, you know, constantly bashing or, you know, taking out their bad days on the social media uh, platform um, against other people. And, you know, it's kind of bullying really is what it ends up being and it, has, it does have an effect on a lot of people. So I would say the, the annoying factor, right, is that every single time somebody gets reported uh, on a positive test for PEDs, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, you know, I didn't know, uh, I didn't know I was on it, it's from another country. I mean, we've heard things from a boxer testing positive for eating a meat at Taco Bell uh, in Mexico, I believe. It was somebody my trainer gave to me, which that part is a little bit possible. If my brother, who I trust very well, and I was training for something that he was training me for, uh, and recommended a supplement to me, and you know, I know he has way more knowledge in it than I do. I would definitely probably take that supplement. Talking that to my brother though, whereas some of these people are just a friend or somebody that feels while they're training wherever it may be in the off season that offers them something they choose to take it. So, you know, while that is definitely a possibility, I also think that a lot of times when that happens, it's just a uh, denial aspect. That would be the annoying aspect of the, of the news and the breakdown is how annoying it, it continues to be that no one can just say, yes, I, t I took it. Yes, I did it. You know, it's always this crazy thing in Braun, the mail stuff. This mailman almost uh, lost his job or, you know, FedEx delivery guy, whatever he ended up being considered um, because he accused him of doing false samples. You had Mel Cabrera making a website saying that this guy gave them gave him fake supplements and it was supposed to be vitamins. So the annoying aspect, right? The second would be the lies. Now, um, I'm not here to make accusations. I'm not here to, you know, say this person's a good person or that person's a good person. One thing I'll say that in life and something I definitely believe, uh, especially when you're younger, the rumors don't actually get any better when you get older. But when you hear a rumor from one person, usually it's like a telephone type thing. The person said yes, then it gets the other person, they said maybe, and then it gets the third person that says no. When you hear something from one person, in just a, in a casual conversation, I would say, to make this point. When you hear something from one person, sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. When you have multiple people writing books um, and 
articles and, and being interviewed, and all of them are stating the exact same thing, I would say it's probably true. Now, I'm not saying Jose Canseco is the greatest person in the world. Again, I'm not here to, to, to make opinion. Um, but when Jose Canseco writes a book and it has the same things in there as what, you know, A-Rod ends up admitting to later on in a biography, um, and, you know, two other people end up writing about, um, Bill Romanowski writes about, you know, guys like that, when they all are talking about everybody doing steroids in the locker room, and it ends up being a wide span, a, a vast amount of people all making the same exact statements, having these same exact stories, I would start to tend to think that it's probably true. And I do. Um, there's a multiple things. Like, first of all, I think, honestly, I would say majority of every league is on it, okay? If the, the leagues actually want to crack down on what's going on, they still wouldn't be taking P-test, okay? Um, there's, there's stuff that you could take to get rid of drugs that you will find, like if you watch a show like Live PD, you'll continuously find they have these items in their purse because they're on probation and they don't want to test positive for a drug, right? They, these scientists are so far advanced in front of American testing for performance enhancement drugs, you almost have to take something that's like 20 years ago to be caught for certain stuff like this, right? So like when, you know, you see these like pre-workouts getting kicked off the market for like having methamphetamines in it or, you know, an overdose of amphetamines or falsifying. One, they're not approved by the FDA, but then it gets shut down anyway. Who gets in trouble for that situation? Is it the scientists or the president? So the president, right? If you look at a lot of these supplement companies, the president is the one sitting in jail. That scientist is still out there making money. Do you think that he stopped make, you know, be, making another scientific item? They come up with the same exact item that comes out, something like 1AD and then 1AD+, plus, right? There's a supplement that you could look up. Um, Jack 3D got in trouble, and then they had Jack 3D Micro. These are, these are the, same, the, the, the same supplements. The same scientist is still making these. The president is the one sitting in jail or is in serious trouble. The scientist is still cooking up whatever. And they're just way, way, way ahead. Why is do you think that the Olympians get caught way more than any of our pro, our pro sport athletes? Well, they have blood blood testing, right? So that's going to be way more effective than having a P test. You have people that could pay enough money to pay off the guy holding the cup. You have people that can pay enough money to get rid of you know the um, the supplement that's in their body that they're that that they're taking. They have you know, all this money to get to the advanced scientists to make the thing, like the show, like the show and movie Limitless, you know, to get that item, they, they pay the extra amount, he opens his own factory, pays the scientists to make it just for him personally, right? So yeah, while that's a movie and a TV show, you know, I think there's a little bit of play on, on what goes on. The lies and, you know, like I said, believe whatever you want, no one's on it, everyone's on it, half the league's on it. I don't think that multiple, um, sets of multiple sports and at, and multiple athletes in all those sports would all have the same exact story if there wasn't some truth to what's going on. Um, the leagues make a lot of money uh, off of these sports and performance. Like every single time when you were watching the Yankees or the Mets and the Phillies locally for me that you had to see Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa's home run trace, right? You're going to tell me that they didn't make fortunes off of everybody watching that home run trace. It was, it was, you had to literally have a live feed on your TV, which really wasn't done back then to watch every single one of their at-bats. Do you think that the peak performances of these athletes that are taking these substances doesn't help the leagues at a performance level and then more fans tune in because the, the performance level is so high? I mean, everybody's faster, strong, Longer, better, um, last longer in terms of like you know stamina and stuff like that. So, um, 
I would say like the lies and, and kind of the misconceptions about what really goes on. I'm not going to get fully in deep of it. You know, I have some facts. I just really don't think it's worth throwing anybody under the bus for. Uh, I'll say that there's things you can intake that there's no way that you would look the way you would uh, if you weren't intaking it. And, and you know, we could say that the strength conditioning coaches are much better now. I believe my brother. I think he's a great coach. Uh, with that being said, I think he'd be the first person to also tell you that a guy that's constantly on TNB Sports, uh, clubbing it up and drinking a 30-pack a night, no way would be able to be in the shape that uh, he presents himself in the next day on Instagram or, or Facebook, etc. Last but not least, and most importantly, sorry for the skipping again, there's nothing I love seeing on my video more uh, than my mouth moving two minutes after what comes out of it, but my camera died in the middle of this. However, I really want to get this done for you. So last and most importantly is what relates to myself and the work I do and the company, which is the external pressures, which we spoke about before, um, that you could clearly see not only weigh on the students and student athletes in you know this age range that's younger uh, and into college, but also to the professionals. So there's many reasons, and this is the part I think that social media and people now um, really kind of forget about. They don't look at that fine text that's in between what somebody says is in an interview. And I'm not saying what, what uh, Robinson Cano did is okay or, or any of them are okay. I'm not promoting steroids. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, he's facing the same exact external pressures that a lot of my clients uh, face and that I've spoke about. And this is just kind of on a, a big broader scale that gets avoided by the bullies on the social media. So what I mean by that is like he got interviewed and uh, a couple of years ago and he was saying something like, you know, I just wish, uh, I want to be remembered as good, I want to be remembered as great, I want to be a Hall of Famer. And if you listen to that, um, it may not sound like much, but if you go and listen to the interviews of all these people that have been caught um, that are of importance, each one of them will say the same thing. I want to be remembered as great, not just good. Um, I wanted to be a Hall of Famer. And they went to the next level um, and, and started using, if, if they're the only ones using and not everybody else, because they wanted to be great. They wanted to be a Hall of Famer. They wanted to be the best at what they did. Um, they saw other people in the locker room doing it, and they were like, you know, I could be just as good as Barry Bonds, but he's on juice and I'm not. Or I could hit home runs just as far as Mark McGuire, but he's on steroids and I'm not, so I'm going to do them too. And then money comes into play, right? So. If you have a 50-50 shot at getting caught or not, maybe even a less amount of shot uh, due to the fact that um, the testing is so far behind, you're saying to yourself, okay, my, I'm in a contract year, the next year we're talking $150 million or a 25% uh, shot at getting caught and I'm going to be better and could earn you know, 200, 250 million. Uh, that's what these, these players are getting paid now in baseball, it's ridiculous amounts of money. So I think, you know, the money comes into it, you know, after what, you know, I could support my family with this forever. I could support my family and extended family with this forever. Um, you know, this will get me to the Hall of Fame level. This will get me to the great level. Um, same goes for the, the guys that aren't living up to their contract. You know, people could say all they want about, um, you know, Robinson Cano left for Seattle. He was the face of New York. He was never really the face of New York, you know. I, I firmly believe that Giancarlo Stan was a seat filler signing. Um, you know, I'm not saying he's not a good player. Uh, I think there were better players, better options for that money. I think he really, really abused in his best season what was single-A pitching for the Mets and the Braves at that time due to injuries, uh, and the Braves wanted to rebuild their youth. Um, but what I'm trying to get at is that, you know, like Giancarlo was a face coming over. He's a seat filler. 
did the did the capacity and stadium fill up with Robinson and Cano going to Seattle? I, I don't think so if you look at the stats. And if it is, minimal. Did the fill up when Ichiro went over there because if they have a nice pull over there? Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's not really a seat filler. So it's like, you know, he, he's kind of going, rem uh, you know, not remembered down to the, down to like the good stature, not so much Hall of Famer. Um, and his stats have kind of dwindled a little bit despite being an all-star. Second baseman's a little bit of a, I'm not going to say weak position. Um, the competitive level at second base compared to a lot of the other positions is a little bit slimmer. Um, you know, you have a lot of great, you know, a lot of great third basemen, a lot of great corner outfielders, some very good center fielders, uh, a lot of like really top end, top five catchers. Um, but it's like it's slim pickings at second. So while he's continuously an all star, which also some you have to remember is fan voted. Um, he, you know, his his plate's kind of gone down a little bit. So now you're getting into the realm of the external pressure of a, a, a professional player that's aging. You're getting a little bit worse at your job. So now you're going to take something to get back at that, that level that some of these other players are still playing at or the, the level you need to get to to be great. Um, so that's kind of just my, you know, that's my synopsis. The external factors, which are the biggest portion, you know, in our part that we deal with. Um, you know, the external pressures that weigh on those factors, um, you know, the lies and, you know, the misconceptions I believe about the professional league, as do many others, and clearly has been a big response from former players. Um, and, you know, the, also the annoying aspect that no one could kind of, you know, fess up to what they do. And really that's what social media, you know, hits on. And, and unfortunately what people spend the most time worrying about uh, and less time the other things that are behind the scenes kind of, you know, that I also mentioned. So again, I apologize for not doing, you know, these podcasts lately. This camp is going to be awesome. We're going to have an announcement soon. You know, I hope everyone looks forward to it and attends and it's really going to be great. Um, I'm going to try and keep these common, uh, look a little bit more transparent for you guys, not always trying to give a top 10 or a speech or a help out, uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, whatever some common topic or theme is, maybe like a little Michael Jordan versus LeBron thing, you know, just so I can kind of discuss you guys, you guys understand my passion and, uh, you know, get me on here a little bit more too. So I greatly appreciate everybody tuning in. Subscribe if you're into that. You know, like it on Facebook and Twitter and, you know, Instagram, wherever you put it. I greatly appreciate everybody listening in. Again, if you got questions, please send them in. You know, I love answering them and helping out anybody I, any way I can. You know, a person a day to help out for my videos and stuff like that or a person to interact with a day, you know, is my goal. Uh, so, you know, I greatly appreciate all those questions and being able to do this. Uh, and I hope to get these live soon so I could take some live questions. And, you know, that would really be awesome if we get, get a nice little following going. So I hope everyone has a great day and everyone has a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys next week.